it's Super Bowl week, plus a crazy pandemic NBA season rolls on and a blockbuster deal in Major League Baseball. What's it mean for the hobby? I've got all that and more. And I'm here to tell you which cards to buy, sell, or hold. This is The Forecast. Wilson, great to be back here hanging out with you on another Thursday. So it is Super Bowl week. I love Super Bowl week. This Super Bowl week, though, feels a little different than years past. The Chiefs aren't even in Tampa yet. The home team is the home team, but we're getting a home team Super Bowl finally after all of these years, and we're getting it during a pandemic when the stadium can't be at capacity. So it's a weird Super Bowl week. There's no Super Bowl parties. Radio Row is being done virtually. I know I host a sports radio show down here in Miami. We, of course, were on Radio Row last year when the Super Bowl was in Miami. It was the best time. And we kept talking about how it's going to be so great. It's going to be a short drive for us. Next year, we'll just go to Tampa for Super Bowl week. We'll be at all the parties again. We'll be covering the Super Bowl all week long on Radio Row and womp, womp, womp. Enter global pandemic. So that's where we're at. It's also, of course, what all of us are dealing with. But even amidst a global pandemic, you have an NBA season rolling on. Even if 25 games, I think it is, have already been postponed in the NBA, a lot of teams have been dealing with health and safety protocols. I know that down here with the Miami Heat. A team, though, that has not been of late dealing with the health and safety protocols, they've been playing, and a player who has an injury history, not because of COVID, just generally in his career, Joel Embiid. That's my, that was my segue, by the way. That was my professional broadcaster. How do I take it into Joel Embiid? And here we are, Joel Embiid, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about Joel Embiid in the hobby. Now, of course, Embiid, the third pick overall in the 2014 NBA draft by the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, if you'll remember, because it was a while ago, I think people forget this. Embiid didn't play the first couple years he was in the league. He had that foot injury and he had several surgeries on it and a lot of people thought oh no Joel Embiid he's going to be a bust he's another big guy bust he's not even going to have a shot at the NBA because he's so oft injured and they were wrong he is not at all a bust but maybe not so wrong about some of those lingering injury issues because he certainly has dealt with those in his career in the four seasons though since he did actually start his playing career in the NBA he's averaged 20 points per game 10 rebounds per game, and this season he's absolutely on fire. I mean, I'm talking MVP caliber numbers by Joel Embiid this season already. Over 28 points per game, over 11 rebounds per game. He's shooting a career-high 54% in field goal percentage. He's even shooting 40% from three. So Joel Embiid is amazing. Now, the weird thing is about his career, and I mentioned those injuries, He actually has only played in 56% of the games that he's been active for. He's played, uh, well, he's missed, I should say, 176 of a total of 401 games. So he's played like half his career that he's been active for. The weird stat, at seven feet, 280 pounds, when he is healthy, he is one of the most dominant, unstoppable players in the game. I'm really high on Joel Embiid. But let's see how the hobby feels about Joel Embiid. 
his 2014 Prism PSA 10. Let's pull it up for the last 30 days. Now, over the last 30 days, and remember, I told you guys, he has been a monster lately. Over 28 points per game he's averaging. Over 11 rebounds per game. Joel Embiid is incredible this season so far. And his card is reflecting that. That 2014 Prism PSA 10 here is up 45% just over the last month. People in the hobby are recognizing his efforts this season. So Jeff, Joel Embiid, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? Joel Embiid is having a great season, and I am not surprised. For the last two years, I have called Joel Embiid one of the three most undervalued cards in the hobby. And I have been investing in Joel Embiid cards for quite some time. I've got one heck of a Joel Embiid collection, including his 2014 flawless rookie card, Emerald number to five, his 2014 flawless gold number to 10 on card auto, his 2014 prism rookie card gold pulsar number to 10, and a lot of other really sweet Joel Embiid rookie cards as well. I've been big on this guy. And look, two years ago, the 76ers were a Kawhi Leonard shot bouncing around the rim away from possibly winning the NBA championship. Now, last year was a bit of a train wreck, but they are back on course this season. I trust Doc Rivers as their coach. They've got a good thing going. Their record proves it. And although Joel Embiid's cards have gone up a lot, I am very optimistic about what he and this team can do, not just this season, but in future seasons as well. So at the current prices, I still think Joel Embiid cards are a value. I'm probably going to buy some more. So from a player who is very established in the NBA to one who is very established in Major League Baseball and incredible and yet on the move, which is a pretty remarkable story here. Nolan Arenado, let's talk about him. His name's been all over the headlines because he was just sent from the Colorado Rockies to the St. Louis Cardinals via trade. Now, this is a really big deal. And it's such a big deal because we're talking about an unbelievable player. These guys don't normally just get traded away, particularly not in the manner that the Rockies traded this guy away. We're talking about a guy who made his Major League Baseball debut back in 2013 with the Rockies. Since then, he's the only infielder in Major League Baseball history to win the Gold Glove Award in each of his first eight seasons. We're talking about a dude who's a five-time All-Star. He is a four-time Silver Slugger Award winner. He is a four-time Platinum Glove Award winner. He is a three-time NL home run leader, a two-time RBI NL leader. Recently, of course, he gets shipped. And he gets shipped to the St. Louis Cardinals just two years after signing an eight-year $260 million extension with the Colorado Rockies. So not only has this deal, of course, like any great player being traded, been all over the headlines, but this deal has particularly been all over the headlines the last week because we're talking about a great player being traded coming off of a max extension just a couple years ago. And, well, not a max extension, you know what I mean. A huge extension just a couple years ago. And we're talking about, in return, the Rockies got a swingman and four prospects. Oh, and by the way, the Rockies also sent $50 million to the Cardinals as part of this deal. 
You heard me right. The Rockies paid the Cardinals to take the Rockies' best player. That's unbelievable. And frankly, this deal's a little bit sad, I think, for Major League Baseball. It's certainly sad for Rockies fans, but I think it's sad generally. It shows that the Rockies, their future, I don't know if they really have a plan for it. Certainly trying to be good isn't one of their plans. I do know there was a discord there between Arenado and his general manager in Colorado. He was vocal about that. But absent that, why would you trade away such an amazing player? And yes, his contract sounds big and the Cardinals are taking on that contract. But really, when you do the math, you're talking about Colorado, especially if you consider that $50 million as part of this trade. Colorado is saying that it doesn't want Arenado at a roughly six-year, $150 million deal. That's not insane for Major League Baseball, especially a caliber player of his caliber by any means. So now Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. But if you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, you're super excited about this. I mean, you're talking about adding an all-star to an already all-star studded infield. So what's this going to do now for Arenado's card? That's what you guys are here for. That's what we care about. Let's take a look at his 2013 Tops update PSA 10. Over the last month, to see how his card is reacting to this trade news, taking a look at that graph, that's just the last month, his card is up 91% in value. So it appears people in the hobby love this landing spot and love that Arenado has been on the move here. So Jeff, what do we do now? His card is up 91% in value just over the last 30 days alone. Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? The Nolan Arnada trade was some big news, and it made our team here at Sports Card Investor very happy because Hammer on our Sports Card Investor team is a huge Cardinals fan, so it was like Christmas Day for him. Now the question becomes, is it a time to buy, sell, or hold Arenado cards? And what I would say is, it depends on how well you think the Cardinals are gonna fare in the postseason. Arenado is likely not gonna put up the same home run totals in St. Louis as he did in the friendly air out in Colorado, but he is still one heck of a player, brings a lot to the plate, well, as well as defensively as well. No pun intended there, brings a lot to the plate, right? Uh, he's a great all-around player and, and he can do a lot for the Cardinals. If you think this puts the Cardinals over the top and allows them to make a deep postseason run, then Arenado is a buy for me. Uh, Arenado, just like what we saw during last postseason, players on the Dodgers, players on the Rays, other guys who had good performances, some of the Braves players, for example, saw their prices go up and up and up and up during postseason runs. Maybe Arnado can do the same this year with St. Louis. All right, let's go back to the NBA for a minute. I want to talk about a young guy, a rising superstar in the league on kind of a surprising team for me to be talking about rising stars, frankly. And that's the Sacramento Kings because uh, stars, Kings, they don't really gel together normally in sentences. But De'Aaron Fox, I think, is becoming a bona fide superstar in front of our eyes. He was, of course, the fifth overall pick by the Kings in 2017. He signed a five-year, $163 million max contract extension with the Kings. That is the largest contract in Sacramento Kings history. This is his fourth season in the league. Every single season, he has increased his points per game. This season, he's averaging over 22 points per game. 
He is on a team that is currently a sub 500 team. So 22 points a game maybe isn't translating to the wins in the win column, but certainly he is still impressing individually. He scored the other, well, I actually back on January 17th against the Pelicans, he scored 43 points. The other nights, he dropped 38 points. These are the kind of numbers that we're seeing out of De'Aaron Fox. I watched what he did against my Miami Heat the other night too, and I'm pretty convinced this dude's really good. A lot of people had questions about whether De'Aaron Fox can turn into a franchise player, and I'm certainly one who is becoming a believer, but let's see what the hobby believes. Let's take a look at De'Aaron Fox's 2017 Prism PSA 10. Now, over the last 30 days, even though he's having those monster performances, I mentioned to you guys, I mean, 43 bleeping points in mid-January. So even though he's having these monster performances over the last 30 days, his card is down about 2% in value, which basically means nothing. It means that it's stagnant, essentially 2% is a nothing kind of change here in value. So his card is stagnant despite his monster performances, despite this unbelievable season he's having, and despite, frankly, De'Aaron Fox getting better every single season he's been in the NBA thus far. Is this because he's on the Kings? What's happening here? Is the hobby sleeping on him? Or should we sell and get out? Jeff, De'Aaron Fox, buy, sell, or hold. De'Aaron Fox is having a nice season. The problem is he's in Sacramento. And not only is Sacramento never really competitive, but they're also not a team that gets very much media attention. I get to see very few Sacramento games here in Atlanta. They're not talked about much on SportsCenter. Sacramento is just kind of a forgotten team in the NBA, in my opinion. And that's going to unfortunately affect De'Aaron Fox's sports card outlook. Now, I own some De'Aaron Fox cards. I thought that he was one of those good up-and-comers from the 2017 draft class. I still like De'Aaron Fox. His numbers are getting better and better. He's put up some big point totals this season. He's got a lot of potential. The question is, will that potential ever be realized in Sacramento, where, by the way, he recently signed a five-year contract extension, so he's going to be there for some time. Right now, with my De'Aaron Fox cards, I am a whole. So it is Super Bowl week. So before I get out of here, I, of course, have to mention somebody in the big game. So let's talk about a guy, a guy who is one of the best in his position to have ever played the game, a guy who's at the tail end of his career, a guy who spent most of his career in New England and is now finishing, or seemingly so, finishing his career in Tampa Bay. And no, I'm not talking about Tom Brady. I'm talking, of course, about Rob Gronkowski, one of Brady's favorite targets over the years. Now, I don't know if he's going to be one of his favorite targets in this upcoming Super Bowl in a few days, but he doesn't have to be because Rob Gronkowski's legacy is already solidified during the previous nine years of his NFL career. Of course, the majority of this 10-year career spent up in New England. Out of the 10 years that he has spent in the NFL, he's had about half of those have been over 10 touchdown receiving season. So he's been an unbelievable player, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. Now, when we talk about a guy like Rob Gronkowski, we're not talking necessarily about current production, even though he is in the Super Bowl on Sunday. So we'll see if the card hobby has reacted to that at all when we take a look at his card price chart in just a minute. But what's funny about Gronk is he's a guy who I think is going to be a Hall of Famer without question. but. What is definitely without question is that he is one of the most popular players 
in the game. Really one of the most popular players overall, but certainly one of the most popular tight ends who have ever played the game. And that's because of his off the field antics, his huge personality. Gronk is one of those guys who fans know, even if they're casual NFL fans. And that matters in the hobby. That's actually something for you guys to consider, you guys and gals, to consider in the hobby. It's not just, is this player really good, right? Is player X putting up the numbers? Is player X good? But it's also, what does this player mean to fans at large? Are people interested in this player? Are people gonna want to buy this player's card because there's an emotional attachment to this player or there's a recognizability to this player. And Rob Gronkowski is definitely one of those players. So something to consider when talking about his cards in this hobby. Let's take a look at Gronk's card. Now, he was a rookie back in 2010. So his rookie cards are relatively scarce. Let's take a look at his 2010 tops PSA 10. Over the last 30 days, he does get a little boost in the hobby. He is playing in the Super Bowl. 27% his card is up over the last 30 days. But overall, the trend regarding his card is relatively stagnant. You're not seeing huge swings in Gronk's card value because it's Gronk, okay? We know what we have in Gronk at this point in his career. So Jeff, Gronk, he's in the game on Sunday. He's still catching the ball from Tom Brady, which is unbelievable. These dudes are still doing it together. I think it's their chance to win their fourth ring together. Sixth appearance, I believe, in a Super Bowl together. An unbelievable run for these guys. So with Gronk's card, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? One thing I like about Rob Gronkowski is his out there personality. This guy is zany. He is kind of fun to watch. Half the time, he's kind of a train wreck, but he loves the spotlight. He loves playing those jokes and, and being in front of the camera. And that is good generally for a player's card prices. I think Gronk is gonna be very relevant post his playing career. I think he's the type of guy you're gonna see show up throughout pop culture routinely. And that's gonna to continue to keep him in the spotlight. He is not going to just fade away. His card prices for how good he has been are really relatively affordable, and that's because tight ends don't generally get a whole lot of attention in the hobby. But Gronk has had such a stellar career that that combined with the fact he might get another ring here in a few days, and combined with the fact that he's gonna be very relevant post his playing career, makes me a buy on Rob Gronkowski. All right, guys, that'll do it. So it's Super Bowl Sunday in a few days. Let me know who you've got in the comments. Thanks as always for watching. Jeff will be back with more content on Sunday. And if you have not done so yet, subscribe to our channel right now, do it. It takes one second, you click the bell icon, please do it. It really helps us out. Also, I'll be back again next Thursday with more forecasts. And as always, guys, happy investing.